Hello everyone, it's me, Aru Sanchez and Aliza Abramson. And we're very excited to be here with you guys speaking today on today's topic. We're going to go over uh, today on one question, an interview question that most likely when you go to the interview or maybe interviews you've gone to before, they've asked you this, where, mm -hmm. which is, why do you want this job? Yeah. Aliza, why do you want this job? Why do you want it? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I need money. Well, first of all, that's a horrible answer, guys. Don't what? say that. Do not say that. But <laughs> no, don't say that, guys. Do not. Now, believe it or not, this is actually, it sounds like, an, like a simple, simple question. Like, you know, when they ask you, tell me about yourself, mm -hmm. right? Which, by the way, we actually have a podcast episode on how to answer that. Go listen to our podcast, guys. Where, it's good stuff. Where is it at? Converse with anyone, anywhere. And it's found on Spotify, on iTunes, and pretty much every um, podcast platform. Did I do that right? Yes, yes, you did. Yes. Yay. It's called Converse with Anyone, Anywhere. Just find that. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. We ex explain in 20 minutes how to answer that question the best way. But now, why do you want this job? Again, it sounds so simple, but we're going to help you how to answer this question the best way. Mm -hmm. Lisa's going to start first. She's going to give some tips, and I will. And you guys can put them together, and you'll have a great answer when it comes to this question. Okay, guys. So the first thing that you should know about this question is that the interviewer isn't kind of seeing this as such a like a important question. They're kind of just saying it because it's on their form that they have to ask you, right? That's true. So when you answer it, you want to kind of snap them out of thinking you're like, okay, let me get through this question, let me go through this question. You want to be interesting in that question, right? So you want to play with it. You want to show that you know things about the company that other people don't know. So the way that I like to do this is, let's say I'm really trying for a job, what I'll do is after looking on the website and finding what like, that company sees as their why, what their purpose is, mm -hmm. um, why they exist, what I'll do is I'll go and find articles or reviews about that company in other places, like, I don't know, like glass doors, you can go just find newspaper articles, you can go on Facebook, anything where you can find references from a third party. Now it's really important that it's a third party and not just the website, because pretty much everyone, unless you're completely just you really don't care, um, have looked at their website. So what you want to do is you want to highlight that you went a little step further, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to go and find an article, right? So when I actually went to one company that I really wanted a job in, um, I actually listed a statistic from that article as one of the reasons why I wanted to work there. They were talking about creativity and things like that. Um, so I listed the statistic and where I got it from. Mm, so what happens good. then is they get a couple of feelings flowing. They get pride because look, other places actually write about us. We're not just nobody. They also get pride in that they were praised in that aspect and that you as a reader, like it's not just like someone wrote it and no one reads it. You actually read it, you're interested. Um, people see it as a positive thing. So you get a lot of good feelings going and then you also show that you're actually interested in this job. You're not just giving them an answer because you have to answer something, right? You're giving them an answer that you actually thought about beforehand. You're like, yeah, because I looked at this and this is a really good work environment and it's this and this and this and this and this. Now, obviously you wanna cater this. And the reason why I say that you should look at the why on the website first is try to find articles that talk about that why, mm. that reinforce that why. Because if you've ever read Simon Sinek, when people hire, they try to hire people who resonate with their why, who resonate with their mission, their message, everything like that. So try to find a third party article that says something along the message of their why and bringing it up as to why it's also your why. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I do. Wow, that is probably the most valuable tip on this video. That entire answer, most valuable. 
I feel like my answer's not going to be as good now, guys. No, guys, I'm scared. Answer's great. I'm scared. <laughs> no, but answer. honestly, that one tip, try it out. It's going to work. It's that simple. It's, it, it's going to work. Every place that I've done this at, by it's the way, guys, work. I've gotten a job offer. Every single one. That's where I learned how to, how, how to do that from her. Uh, but I want to throw some other ideas out there for you guys that, that, that's bouncing off hers. Um, just think about this. A lot of us, a lot of you guys who are watching are probably fans of maybe a certain, you know, certain singer, actor, or maybe like a, a group, a band, right? And if you're a huge fan, you know like all their works from like when they just started till later on, you know facts about them, weird things, things they've done in the past or things they're gonna do, right? So you need to become like a fan of this place where you wanna go, which by the way, guys, most of you, you should really try to do this. If you're gonna apply for a job, make sure it's a place where you really wanna work at or at least there's a really, you have some type of enthusiasm, not a little yeah. bit. Because if you, because this will only work if you have at least some level of enthusiasm. You don't have to like adore and love this place, but you need to have some type of enthusiasm to go work there. Okay, but going back to the point, because we're going off track. So just like if you were a fan of a group of someone, someone's famous, right? Very simple, you want to do the same way. You want to find either if you're applying for a small business, a medium-sized company, or or maybe even like a, a large company, right? You want to find, you want to go on all their social medias, Facebook, Instagram. Become their uh, stalker. Almost like it, their Snapchat, it, it, if they have all their social media platforms and you want to see what they do. Because a lot of companies, what they're doing is that in order to create their why, as Aliza mentioned, they start to build like a personal brand, like a company brand, right? And maybe on their on platforms, they have certain char characters, certain, employees that take over you know their social media and they show what's happening in the company how they build certain things what they do what they don't do right and you want to follow them maybe for a couple days a week two weeks right so then because when you do this not only not only do you learn their why as Lisa mentioned you can see maybe maybe they have inside jokes maybe they do things a certain way but only they do it right but now you know it because you're seeing behind you're seeing behind the scenes what's really happening because you did more research uh, their content like their videos maybe they write blogs their pictures now you have all this information in your head right during the interview when they ask you so why do you want this job as, 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 as Lisa mentioned let's say it's, it's a company that makes I don't know uh, tables right tables and you say listen I would love to work here that that you guys have a certain way that you guys make this custom made wood tables in New Jersey and you guys don't make it go to China and I saw on your social media you know Jack over there I love his inside joke about you know how he uses saws and how he breaks the tables and he cracks so many jokes I would love to be part of this fun environment because this is this and this mm -hmm. but again because you know so much stuff about them you did the research you show interest and you can even reference like Elisa mentioned you can reference a lot of the things a lot of people will not understand, but you do because you did the research. It's just that simple. Any, anything else you want to mention by that certain point? Yeah, just, um, it's a great point, guys. And what really shows this is because a lot of times you can't really put into words why something is the way it is, right? You can't put into, like, have you ever asked someone who's married to someone, say like, well, why did you fall in love with them? Why did you decide to marry them? Like, they can list, like. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> You're a gold digger, you know that? Maybe. Part-time. <laughs> no. So like um, they can list like a million reasons why they love this person or why they want to be with this person. But it's hard for them to say like, but all of those are things are why, but like not really why, you know? Like have you ever heard that? It's because it's like this uh, emotional thing, right? So instead of showing them the why, just prove that you are, right? So you're not just saying 
why you're interested in this job. You're proving that you are by showing how much research you did beforehand, by showing that you've read all of these other things, by showing that you actually have an interest. Because someone could say, I'm very interested in this because I'm passionate about kids. You know, someone could say that. But if they haven't shown that they've researched what you were doing even three years ago, are they that interested? Did they really research you? Are they really interested in working there as opposed to some other place that also has kids? So when you show mm. that you are by how you became interested, like what you do, it gives a lot more proof rather than just like, yeah, I feel this way because the vibe and stuff like that. You know, like show that you've done work before the interview to create interest. Uh, I wanted to mention something. Oh, uh, I was like, so you're like, no, I was not, I'm not I blocking like, really, you. No, really, no, no, really? no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> something that Aliza mentioned that I think personally and I'm going to ask you as well when people are when they ask you why, why do you want this job I'm passionate about kids or I'm passionate about I'm handy or I'm passionate about medicine whatever the thing is I personally think that that is so overplayed and cliche mm -hmm. what is something that maybe you would say a little bit different because I, I have something a little bit different I would say what is it that you would say to get them and to convince them why they should hire you so what I would say is like, well, I could explain to you why I got into this career of working with kids because I'm passionate about kids and everything like that, but that's obvious. I'm going into this field, I'm interested in that. But the real question is why this specific place? So I acknowledge that I have that passion and everything like that, mm. but I also make the interviewer start thinking every time someone else answers that, all my competition, yeah, so this is just a career choice for them, not why they want to work here. So I'm setting myself up for them to be comparing me to all the other people and that I'm in a better place. And then I go into why specifically this place, where you have to go into the particulars of this place, like the cool work culture, the, the things that they've done in the past, some of the work, things like that. That's where you go into those details. But I personally like to acknowledge all of that beforehand and then show like, yeah, but if anyone else says that, like that's kind of basic. So listen to my answer, you know? I obviously don't say like, listen to my answer. I would say like, I could tell you why I got into this career, but I don't think that's really what you're asking. Like, obviously I'm passionate about kids and obviously I'm interested in all these things, all the things that you need, but then go into what makes you special and different, you know? Does so that make sense? Basically, you're taking the question, you're answering it quickly, but you're making it not so important, but then you say, but now the reason I want to work here, so you're changing the shift. Exactly. You're changing the focus to that environment specific, right? Yes, and making them feel pride among their competition, right? Because their competition is all those other places also that are passionate about kids, let's say, for example. Okay. So why is this place better than the other places that are passionate about kids? You're basically selling the place that they work to themselves. I it's love an easy it. sale. I They're love it. They're already working there. I, I, I love it. I definitely would use that. Another thing that, I, that I've done in the past, because I've done like certain things. I mean, the way you worded it was just like, it was, it was great. You're welcome, you're welcome, welcome. Pay me $5 now. Thank you. But the point is this. Except it, it was really 10 that we negotiated. We'll talk about that later. Okay, but the point, <laughs> the point is that, um, so yeah, you could mention that you're passionate about kids, but what, what you can also say is, say, listen, I'm very passionate about kids, but then you can allude to, but then you can allude, I love doing this, like, very passionate about kids, I love kids, but I know you probably hear that all day, I know you're interviewing a lot of people, but now the thing is, the reason why, and then you can go into the true, maybe even a psychological meaning or a deep meaning that, that's happened in your past of like why you love little, kids. a little personal. A little personal, because now you're opening up to them and you're being a little bit more vulnerable. And they'll see that and they're like, wow, he's being vulnerable. I like what's happening here. Or you can mention the, the result of you working with kids and what you've seen in the past, you working with, with kids, 
-hmm. right? The things you've been able to see and say, I love the results that I see. The thing, the reason I'm in this career, the reason why I, I'm passionate about kids is because the results I see is what motivates me to continue on and helping not only them, but continue to help out those kids and those kids and those kids and those kids. Mm -hmm. okay, but now you're shifting the focus from that to now the conclusion, the results that you can get, whatever, how long, how long, wherever that'll, that'll take you to get there, right? I, I just love doing it. It's a great approach. Um, I definitely 100% agree with you. Um, two things. The first thing is, yes, definitely get emotional and show that a little bit. Um, a lot of people sometimes make the mistake of when they talk about these deep, passionate things, they think that it would be great if they cried just a little bit. Oh, no. Don't do that. No. Guys. Never do that. That's, it. That's not professional. Don't cry. Um, you'll get yourself knocked off the list in two seconds. Even if you were great the rest of the interview, if you cry even a little bit, it's not happening. Um, another approach that I use sometimes is I talk, I flip it a little bit. I'm like, well, when I started looking for a job, I narrowed it down to like five needs I have in a job, right? Like mm -hmm. helping others, um, challenging, uh, room for growth. Like I narrow it down to those things. And then what I do is I walk the interviewer through how this job solves all of those needs. Now I'll do that more in a place where I don't really resonate so much with the why of this place, but it would be like an okay to work. So I flip it back to me. I'm like, well, these are the things that I need from a job and this place fulfills this by this, this by this, this by this, this by this, this by this. So you seem really well thought out and like you actually do want to work there, but you don't have to seem so like, I resonate with you guys. It's not as good an option, but this is the best option I would use if I don't really believe so much in this job and it's more, it's just like a practical need, like I need a job. What do you think? That makes a lot of sense. And for those people, what do you think about this, Aliza? And for you guys who maybe are just coming out of school and are trying to find a job in your field, because a lot of times what people will say is, listen, when they ask you this question, talk about your experiences and your skills which we'll, we'll get to in a minute. But the point is this, now what if you're a student that's just coming out of school and you haven't really had a job in this field? But most likely you've had internships. Mm, internships, right? Experiences maybe as a, a practical or something like that. Or maybe if you, haven't if you haven't had any of that, you could say, listen, I'm passionate about physical therapy or about teaching. And even though I haven't, this is my, my first job, but from what I learned in school and from what I've seen in other people, I see the results of what, they are, what they've been able to accomplish. I want to have that same feeling because that feeling motivates me. Because the reason I'm here is because, and then we can even go to her technique, where you say, listen, I narrowed down my job search to, to this place and to other places because these are my needs. Challenging and room for growth and whatever, you continue on. But that's only if you haven't had experience. I was saying yes. Oh, you were saying yes. Uh, now, Aliza, what do you think? Do you think it's more important to talk more about your experiences or your skills, right? When they ask you, why do you want to work here? Like, why do you want this job? And of course, a lot of people like to resonate their skills or experiences to the job. What's your opinion on that for everyone who's listening out there? Which, by um, the way, guys, like this video, like the video, subscribe and comment. Yes, do that, guys. Um, I would say you need to highlight your, your, your skills using your experiences. Meaning that you could, like I could say that I'm a very, um, uh, what's, what's something that I am? Uh, patient. I could say that I'm a very patient person, right? But that's very subjective. So mm. what I'll do is like say like, um, I, I happen to be a very patient person and for example, and then I'll go into some examples with my experiences that prove that I'm a patient person. Because you can say something and it's subjective and they're like, okay, cool, whatever. But 
If you don't have experiences to back it up, they don't believe you. So if you have those experiences to back it up, you can show key traits that are needed in this job, key skills that are needed in this job that they're really interested in, but then you prove yourself through your experiences. So I think you need both. Um, don't say skills if you don't have an experience to back it up. It doesn't have to be a work experience, it could be another experience. Um, make it sound professional though. Um, but I definitely think that every single thing that you say, it's kind of like an essay, like you can't make a point or you can't say a statement without backing it up somehow. Mm. You have to back it up, otherwise it's garbage, like no one cares, you, you're just you. And if they don't know who you are, it doesn't really matter. So you have to back yourself up with everything. I would say yes, you definitely always got to say examples. Mm -hmm. Just a little verbal hack for all of you out there, because I, 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 I played around with this. I'm not saying like that this will always happen, but people, a lot of times when they, when you start talking about your own qualities, if you say that you're patient or, you're the, or you have great communication skills or whatever, right? It's not everyone, but some employers will think that you're a little cocky. Even though you don't come off as that, even though you're not trying to portray that, again, it's their bias, their biasy for whatever reason. They may be being a little biased towards you, but they're like, oh, he thinks he's so good at communication or so patient. So, so what, what, what I'll say, what I've said in the past in previous job interviews, I've said, you know, a lot of people have told me, a lot of people have told me, or my previous jobs, my boss, my coworkers, they would say that I was patient, right? And you can even throw in a little joke out there, and then you're like, well, I mean, I don't know what, what, what they're talking about, uh, but obviously you're being a little sarcastic, you're being a little funny, but now you're saying that other people have said it. And just this little verbal hack, this little difference, I mean, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Like a lot of times, what Elisa just mentions enough, but I have seen, I've spoken with HR and employers, the employers, people that do the hiring, where they'll be just like, like little words like that will just make them more biased and like take you off the list because you sound considered cocky. So just saying, like, transferring that to other people. Other people have told me that I am this, this, and this, right? That's why I believe I'll be great for, for this job. Takes that heat off. But yes, I agree with, with Eliza that you need to show both your experiences and your skills. Probably first talk about your skills, uh, the most important skill list. Maybe look at their why maybe on their website, or just try to see in their social media what they're really trying to go for. Match qualities that go with those, but don't use the basic terminology. Don't use the basic name qualities. Like for example, if they're looking for someone who is uh, who's a go-getter, right? Someone who's very aggressive, don't say aggressive. Go with it like maybe a little bit more sophisticated word. You know what's interesting actually? Um, I had created a resume at one point, and then Aldous looked it over and he completely reworked just like that section where you describe who you are. And I use like aggressive, go-getter, everything like that because I do have those qualities. But mm -hmm. the way that he switched it, I was like, this sounds so much better. So guys, listen to his next point. So yeah, so the, yeah, definitely. Um, like these, you might think these are like my new little details that, that don't matter, but everything matters in an interview. And you never know what makes them tilt of going yes or no. Mm -hmm. You never know what it is. And you probably will never find out because I've actually, I actually, uh, there's a thing called, um, is a type of uh, the, I think it's called the availability heuristic, where basically it, it talks about, it, it's in a book called You're, You're Not So Smart. I, I think it's this, book. it's a very good book. You, you should definitely check it out, where it talks about this one little chapter, the availability heuristic says that a lot of times people actually do not know why they feel a certain way or why they, they said a certain way or why they felt a certain way. So the person who's interviewing you, right, you never know what's gonna make them say yes or no. And even if you ask them, a lot of times they have no clue why they said yes or no, right? They have no idea. They might make up a reason, 
they might just make up a reason at the moment that, that seems logical to you and to themselves. But a lot of times we have no idea. And actually, no, I made a mistake. It's called introspection. That's what it's called. Introspection. Oh. I, I made a mistake. The availability is something else. Sorry, guys. Introspection. A lot of times we have no no way to actually go into our subconscious and really find out the reason why we feel a certain way. So, you know, again, you never know what's going to help. So just do everything we mentioned, right? Of course, change it up to your own words. And it'll definitely help you out. Any last words, Lisa? Guys, all of this is great advice. Definitely, definitely take it to heart. Um, especially what you said about the um, someone told me and then making a little joke. What I love about that is it makes it seem like you know that you have these good qualities, but you're a little uncomfortable saying them just straight out. And like telling that joke shows that like, yes, you know you have them. So it's not like that you are just like this person that's like, oh, I have no ego. Um, you have it, but you're also like, you don't want to like throw it into someone's face. So it's, it's a really good way to say it, guys. Really good way. All right. We really appreciate you guys. You guys watching, please subscribe. Like and comment on this video. It really helps us. It makes the YouTube algorithm rank our videos higher. We're just gonna keep trying to give you guys as much content as we can. We really appreciate it, guys. We really do. Lots of hugs. And guys, thank you so much. And of course, until next time.